Hey everybody, welcome back to Finance in a Flash. This week we have a bonus episode. We are doing something a little different where we are starting a series where we interview or are interviewing everyone in the office over the next month. And to kind of kick that off, we welcome John Motto, our client services representative. John, how's it going? It's going well, Nick. I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, <laughs> big fan. Uh, so I'm looking forward to being on and, uh, and uh, hopefully having a great conversation today. Yeah, so uh, I guess Chip and I have done a lot. A lot of these, Aaron's hopped on for a few, but it's your first time in front of, in front of a microphone. I have some, uh, as you say, past experience. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll jump right in. So just kind of want to get started about your your background, where you grew up, where'd you go to college, what did you study, and then we'll kind of dig into what you're doing now. But uh, yeah, so where where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I grew up in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, I actually also attended college there at uh, the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Um, and I there I studied, um, I got a degree in finance with a minor in economics. Um, so I had a great time at UNCG and um, kind of solidified my uh, interest in finance and had some really good professors and even in economics too where um, I learned a lot and uh, gave me some some good uh some good background to get started here in the finance world so why did you why did you pick finance at at uh Grinch? i know for me it was um i started out in marketing wanted to do sports marketing then took some finance classes and you know really really loved it and it just made made sense to me and then i just kind of it kind of morphed into financial planning but how did you i guess choose what was your path of choosing finance and why did you stick with it well, yeah, it's kind of similar to you, Nick, um, where I went in thinking I was going to do one thing. That was accounting. It's not too far off from yeah. finance, but um, but I, I found out pretty quickly that maybe that wasn't it, but I enjoyed numbers and that kind of stuff, so I, I decided to go down the finance route. But what really got me interested in um, finance in general was when I turned 18, my dad opened up a, a Roth IRA for me, and um, that kind of just got the ball rolling for me where I you know, started looking at investments and different things and was really mostly thinking about the investment side at that yeah. time, um, where it got me interested and kind of got my, my foot in the door. And that's kind of why I wanted to, to go down the accounting finance path, but ultimately ended up with finance. Yeah. So, and that's a good point. And especially when I started out in finance, okay, finance, investing stocks, you learn how to make money, which is partially true, but once you get into, especially, and we'll talk about that in a minute, with all of the the back end stuff and tax returns and the planning, it, it's way, it's a way bigger picture than just I'm gonna f- pick a, hu- a few hot stocks or a few crypto, a few crypto coins. That I know that you're interested in to to kind of put money into and, and to make money. It's, it's really more of a, a a holistic approach, and I don't know if they taught that at UNC UNCG or not, but I know at, at UNCW where I went to school that wasn't necessarily a a topic of of priority yeah i'd I'd have to agree with that it wasn't until really i came to beacon where i was like wow there are a lot of moving parts behind the scenes it's not just selecting the right investments exactly it's a it's a a holistic approach like you said and um and so coming to beacon was really my first time opening up to all that world of the tax planning and and things of that nature yeah. Yeah. And that's, 
it's a good point and I similar experiences I did not understand how much went into even just a single client's plan and again we'll dive into that more here in a minute but I want to bring up something so John is actually here he refs professional soccer and collegiate soccer games NCAA games um how did that how'd you get started in that how did that even happen and yeah let's just start there yeah, so I played uh, soccer all growing up. Um, my dad's from Paraguay, so it was kind of in my blood where I enjoyed yep. soccer. Um, it didn't really work out for me on the playing side, yeah. uh, but uh, I ended up finding a passion in high school um, where I was refereeing soccer just to make a, some extra money, but found out I really enjoyed it and and um, and wanted to continue on. So so lucky, I, I got lucky, I would say, and and where I was in Greensboro, I had a lot of great mentors and a, a lot of great people there um, who, who really helped me out. And so I just, you know, kept going with it and have been lucky to, to continue to referee. But in a lot of ways, it, it prepared me for the, for the job world. Um, you know, even at 16, I was having to send out emails and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so that kind of helped me. And then as, as I progressed on, it, it became a lot more about people skills. Yeah. And I think here... Um, especially with what we do, it's, it's really important, those people skills. So some of those softer skills where it's interacting with people maybe you don't know as well yeah. or people that you want to that, that you want to get to know and you want to make a good impression on them, all that kind of stuff kind of played into that. And, you know, funny enough, uh, also the match reports and stuff we yeah. do, I think, I think um, one, of, one of my roles here and one of the things I do is I fill out a lot of the paperwork. Yeah. So making sure that paperwork was right was already something that was kind of instilled in my brain uh, before I got here. And it definitely, it definitely helped me a lot. Yeah, so, and I, I know this because uh, John and I talk a lot in the office and, and out of the office, but it's, uh, it did help prepare you in that it was almost you got put through fire, right? I mean, when you ref a soccer game, it's you make a call or someone doesn't agree with it, they don't come over and shake your hand and say, hey, man, I, I politely disagree with that call, right? It, it's a lot more, it, it's a lot more heavier than that. Yeah, um, I would say that that rarely, if ever, happens. Yeah. But it definitely prepared me for being in situations where um, I kind of had to figure out the best way to to get out of it or make people believe what I was what I was trying to say, um, and and connect with them on a different level. Yeah. So, like you said, that kind of prepared you a little, uh, you know, from getting into your job and filling those reports and, and the people skills and that. But why? Why do you think financial planning is a good fit for you? Is it that it combines a lot of things you're interested in? Is it that you think you like you're good? You could be good at it. What what interests you? I guess moving forward into overall, like you know, I guess uh, what interests you about financial planning as, as an overall view, not just finance in general, but financial planning. Well, I think we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier about how there are so many moving parts, yeah. right? Um, for me. When I came here, I was so surprised because I started as an intern. Um, yeah. I started as an intern here, and I think, of, uh, you know, sitting under my first couple client meetings, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is so much – there's so much uh, planning and so much back-end work that you wouldn't even you wouldn't even think about. I think that interests me a lot. I, I, also, I also really like the interpersonal relationships, right? Um, it's, it's really cool to, to come into a meeting – or um, a Zoom meeting as we yeah. do now, and and really feel like the, the person on the other side of the desk um, 
really trusts you and yeah. really wants your opinion and um, you've built up that great relationship where um, they they trust you with their money and yeah. their 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 um basically their, their life whole, yeah their yeah. life right yeah so I think that's a really rewarding feeling um, even to just be a part of a team that does that um, it, it it feels great yeah that's it's a good point that it is rewarding and and. I guess somewhat humbling as well. You know, it's, um, they, you know, our clients, you know, trust us with, you know, their money, their, their future, their, the future for their family. And it's, you know, it is a lot, a lot of pressure and especially, you know, making sure these forms get done right. Or making sure that this, you know, client relationship is as good as it possibly can be. And that, you know, does pay off it, you know, a lot of our clients are super appreciative and that's, that's, you know, definitely a bonus and, and keeps, keeps us ticking. Yeah, I totally agree. So you went to school for finance in econ. You do soccer on the side. You're passionate about that. Um, where do you see yourself going in the future, right? I, I don't think um, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but as, as moving forward as your career progresses, where would you like to see yourself go? I don't necessarily think that um, client services rep is where you want to stay forever. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You, I know you love it. But let's say, you know, five, ten years from now, where are we, where are we looking at John Motto? Well, I think one of the reasons that I really like being here at Beacon, and this will kind of caveat into that, is that we always are about continuous learning. Nick, you're working on your, uh, on your CFP right now. I know you're, you're studying hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of my goals this year is to complete my Series 65 yeah. and kind of get on the right path to that CFP, that CFP side. And I, I'm not exactly sure what side of it um, – you know, I'm going to be on in terms of the investment or the tax, you know, I've been lucky enough when I've been here, um, to be introduced to the, you know, to the investment and the tax side of things and the planning. So I'm not really sure which one I'm going to go down, but I do see myself going down a similar route to you and Stephanie. And, uh, I I can see that it takes a lot of hard work because I see the work you guys do, but I definitely, um, want to go down that path, um, in some way. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's you know that's great to hear, and, and that you know you do have a passion to to keep learning and to keep and to keep growing. Um, other than so, other than soccer and obviously working here, what are what else do you do in your free time? What 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 is something maybe people listening or you know even if someone close to you listening you know may not know about you or a hobby you might have? Well, I I, I got a COVID dog as they say, okay. so, I, so yep. I have a dog now, and um, I I really enjoy. Uh, ever since getting the dog, I think I found a lot of enjoyment of being outside and um, maybe doing some hiking that maybe I wasn't as necessarily as interested in before and getting a dog and being, you know, just having all that pent up energy from the dog <laughs> needing yeah. to get out. Um, I think that's been a lot of fun and something that I've enjoyed doing now. Um, I also really enjoy trying different local um, foods. Mm-hmm. Um that's one of my favorite things, going to different restaurants. and. What's your favorite out. restaurant in Raleigh? Well, actually, in Raleigh right now, and, and you're going to laugh at this, but um, and I think my girlfriend Vanessa would would agree with this, that our favorite place is Jim uh, Tacos. Okay, it's which a, is a, essentially a food truck, right? Yeah, it's a food truck. Um, it's on Six Forks, and uh, we're there at least once a week. So, um, And we, we like another brunch spot called Irregardless, which, which is really good, but... Yeah. Um, a lot of great food in Raleigh, and it's it's been new for me since coming from Greensboro. So 
uh, it's a whole new scene for me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I haven't been gym tacos, um, but you've uh, recommended to me multiple times. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I haven't reached the, uh, getting a COVID dog yet, but, um, I'm, I'm getting some pressure from outside, outside parties. Um, so as we, as we move towards, um, our, our closing here and John, thanks again for sitting down, but what are, I guess, looking, looking forward, what are you most excited about other than, you know, continuous learning and, you know, the client relationships, like what looking forward to the future, what are you most excited about or looking forward to as, as your career with a a financial planner moving towards that continues as in, you know, client relationship side, like looking into the analytics side, like, or is it just really bringing the picture together and making those, you know, dreams for people come true? Yeah, I think it is, um, being, bringing those, um, those things together and making people's dreams come true. Yes, I guess a little bit, but at the same time, like I'm also excited with the team here, right? We have a, we have a team here that's exciting to work with. And, um, and so I get excited every day to come in. And I think that, um, that learning from you guys, um, has been great. Like every day it's, it's crazy how much from like when I got here to right now, and I haven't necessarily taken you know, maybe one or two classes, you could yeah, say, yeah. you know, whether it's tax or something like that, but just learning from you guys every day has been a real, has been a real pleasure. And just continuing to build on that because even when I came in, you know, I, I really knew nothing and I didn't know yeah. I, knew, I knew nothing. Yeah. And so just thinking back on that time and thinking about how much I've learned and how much there is still to learn yeah. is an exciting thing for me. Yeah, sometimes it can feel, especially you know, studying for CFP, and you'll find this when you study for sixty-five, and maybe you know, eventually the CFP is that there's so much to learn, right? It's not like um, you go to school and you have a test coming up, and it's like okay, I'm going to learn this one thing for a test. It's continuous as it new tax laws, you know. There's new like you know contribution limits to different retirement plans. There's new form procedures at you know Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade. Like there's so much in that like we're not studying for a single test it's uh, like continuously learning and continuously being in a mindset of i don't know everything and i may, may never know everything but i'm going to try my hardest to know as much as i can right cuz i don't think you can get to a place especially you know as 24 years yeah. old right now you are that you can know everything but as you continue to grow you learn more and then just being open to learning is is important yeah, and I, and that's been really exciting for me. And even even watching like you know Aaron, especially during COVID, she had to learn so many different new tax laws yeah. and things like that. I mean, um, so just seeing that everyone on our team is really always striving to to be sharper and to to you know get the best education out there that that kind of inspires me to to keep going. Yeah. So. As uh, thanks, John, for sitting down again. As we close, I I kind of want to just ask one more thing. So, you're in the heat of the moment. You're refing a professional soccer game. You got a coach yelling and saying, saying God knows what down your back, chasing you up and down the field, screaming at you. How do you, as someone listening, they get into a situation like this? How do you keep cool? Because I think if you were to come to our office, John's always smiling. He may not always be smiling on the soccer field, but how do you always keep cool? When all that's happening, because I've seen videos of your game, you just kind of let it roll off your back. What would be your piece of advice to someone who's either just starting out in the industry or in life or getting into a new job or new workforce where maybe 
this is they're not screaming down someone's back, but you're coming to confrontation or, you know, something a situation that's not particularly um, the best or the best suitable for you at the moment. Well, I, I typically I, I try and remind myself that anger is not typically a primary emotion. Um, so there could be something else that's going on that, you know, especially in soccer where maybe the team's not playing as good as they want to, but I'm the sounding board there. And so sometimes I, I go and remember that. And also I, I didn't always used to be cool. And, uh, (laughs) again, it takes learning, right? It takes, yeah. And that's kind of what I encourage people to do is try out new things and either they work or they don't. And you just keep learning and the, remember the things that do work and move on from the things that don't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, thanks, John. Thanks for sitting down. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to get you on, on again. Hope you enjoyed your, uh, your first podcast. Yeah, I, I, I had a blast. Like I said, I've always been a listener. I've, it was a little weird being on this side of the uh, of the mic, but uh, I, I hope to do it again here soon. Yep, yep. Awesome. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to Finance in the Flash. We'll see you guys next time.